okay, everybody, thank you so much for coming to Cake Wines tonight. Um, please take a seat. We're going to start this live podcast. I can't, oh, this is such a... Do you want to start now? <laughs> this is such a weird thing to do, but uh, like I can't thank you all enough for being here. Thank you so much. Also, we'll as we go through, I'll tell you a little bit. Recording. We are recording, but we. I'm. I'm assuming like you're doing a. a Peach, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but feel free. It'll only go for about forty-five minutes. But feel free as we go to get up and grab drinks and whatever. This is a very informal podcast. So I'm going to begin the actual recording of the podcast. Whoa. With, whoa. No, because I'm going to begin it with the theme recorded by Andrew Maxim. Shout out to Andrew over here. Who, I was the worst client in the world to him. I was like, I want a theme. I don't know what I want, but I wanted to involve the sound of pots and pans in a kitchen. And he came up with a theme that I all honestly love. So, guys, please welcome to the final episode of Fussy Eater. It's a very long composition. (laughs) Thank you for it. It's just so, you know, we have it as long as we need, depending on. Anyway, so um, I want to welcome you all to the final episode of Fussy Eater. Now, we haven't released it. It will be available on iTunes tomorrow or the next day. So we're in a kind of weird time paradox. So this episode will actually come out in about seven weeks after six other episodes. Mm -hmm. So I hope we'll do our best to recap what's happened so it makes sense. But I can't promise there won't be in-jokes that only Peach and I will get. So many. That will be impossible for anyone else to understand. But (laughs) uh, thanks for the heckling owl as well. Uh, Molto appreciato. But the way every episode starts is with a little intro that's usually pre-recorded, but I'm just going to read it out today to just give you an idea of what this podcast is all about. Thank you. My name is Shag. And when I was younger, my mum would make two meals for dinner, one for the family and one for me minus all the things I refused to eat. I'm now 35 and like millions of adults all around the world, I still carry these food aversions with me to every meal. So with the help of my childhood friend Peach, a.k.a. the Bush Tucker Man, I'm going to conquer these common food fears one by one. This is Fussy Eater, today recorded live at Cake Wines Bar in Sydney, Australia. When is this coming out? So this comes out in seven weeks. Will you still be 35? <laughs> oh, I might be. Oh, no, I will be. I will be by like two weeks. Oof, tough I will be. So that's lucky. So by the time the final episode comes out, it'll still be true. I want to just recap what I mean by a fussy eater mm. because most of the people in this room uh, know me. So do understand a little bit about what that means. But basically... There are foods that I blanket refuse to eat. So if I was going to list them at a glance, I would say I refuse to eat mushrooms. I refuse to eat eggs. I refuse to eat uh, raw fish of any kind. I refuse to eat olives. I refuse to eat avocado. I refuse to eat... Look, 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 look. The difficulty with a time paradox is that half of these are lies. The pleasure of this podcast is going to be the discovery... Shag, that it's merely immaturity that's been holding you back. 
I also think the toughest thing about this podcast is going to be the time paradox. <laughs> the fact that we are now, right now, we're now, but we're also seven weeks in the future when all this stuff has passed and changed. So it's going to be weird. But anyway, I want to talk about the fact that the reason why we started this podcast is because I'm this fussy eater, but a couple of years ago, Peach gave me this amazing book called The Man Who Ate Everything by Jeffrey Steingarten. Now, he was a food writer for Vogue in the States. Oh, no. I said Vogue. It's did not we, Vogue? Did we settle? Did we settle on Oh, Peach, Vogue? it doesn't matter. Look, he was a food writer. We do no research for this podcast as yeah, well. Yeah, it's not, but, a, it's not a research podcast. But, but he was this food writer and he... He took on this position as a food editor. Mm. Um, and he no. Re- no, no, no. Oh, no, Peach, no. fucking hell. Oh. This whole podcast is based on yeah. many lies. Okay. I know. You gave me this book. I know it's Chinese whispers between you and me <laughs> and me and you and you and me back again. But I think one of his difficulties was with his editor. Long, look, long story short, though, he took on this job as being a food editor and realised that... Food, food or food writer or something. and critic. Food critic. <laughs> and what he realised was there's no way he could do it justice if there were foods he didn't like because he would always have these unconscious biases. And so he went on this sort of journey to overcome all of these unconscious biases one by one using exposure therapy. So taking meals of the foods that he didn't like and eating them in a way, in a sort of almost like a ritualistic way, in a way that's like, I'm going to eat this food now Mm. and then, you know, I will eat it tomorrow or whatever. So, you know, to make it almost like a thing that he had to do and eventually get to a point that he would actually like these foods. So it's not about just getting to a point where you're fine with them. It's getting to the point where you like the foods. And if you're interested in this essay, I think it's called The Perfect Omnivore. It is called that, which we worked out last episode. And it's a product of the early 90s very much and like many things that are the products of the early 90s there are filthy racial stereotypes in it so if you're inclined to be scandalized and gently disgusted i'd encourage you to go and read the perfect omnivore but if you're inclined to like a smart person engage with food aversions as a grown-up would just stay tuned to your boys peach and shag yeah, blanket disclaimer, everything in the 90s was slightly racist. <laughs> I, think, I think Chris Lilly's proven that. Uh, oh, fuck, that was like a couple of weeks ago. But anyway. Um, no, 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 no. It was three months ago. But, but anyway. Time, time it was, paradox. It was three months ago. But anyway, we, we realised, after he gave me this essay, I realised you could overcome these food aversions. And we decided we'd do a podcast about it, almost like an experiment to see if I could do that. And the reason why Peach is the co-host, number one, we used to do radio years ago and Peach and Shag is something that we've always wanted to continue. But number two, when Peach was in primary school, he earned the nickname of the Bush Tucker Man. Mm. Peach, can you explain why? Uh, I can. It was a ritual where primary schoolers at Greenwich Primary School, what's up to... Ben Edwards, I'm not even sure if he was in the Bush Tucker Man click, but there would be an escalating series of revolting challenges where by pure bravado, each member of the circle would eat something increasingly disgusting. And normally it would be a small amount of dirt followed by someone eating a mildly larger amount of dirt, small leaf, uh, followed by a marginally larger leaf, and so on. And it would escalate until um, someone proved themselves to be the Bush Tucker Man. As I've said... Oh, sorry. 
time paradox. As I've said <laughs> before, yeah. mm-hmm. but you haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. But you have if you've listened but to sorry. it. Sorry, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't and don't want to remember the names of any of the people I engaged in this. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> so you're just going to have to take my word for it. And and Peach is one of those people as well that even like at the time of getting that nickname, he's always been someone who can just eat anything. Like anywhere we go, Ooh. he could eat. And it felt like someone who would help me out on this show. But uh, also friends. Can we also, that? I mean, yeah. Is that all right? But Peach, like your version of friends is you like friends who give you something back. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so, (laughs) so, so we decided to do this podcast as an experiment. Peach helping me out through these food aversions. Every week, as you've heard, uh, we've tackled sort of one food and the idea is we bring in a dish and I can't just have a taste. I have to finish that dish no matter what. Full disclosure. When we say we bring in a food and we sort out the dish, I do very little work on this podcast. So, Shag, thanks to you and anyone who brought in food. And also thanks to my guests today who uh, we have two of. Our guests. Our guests. That's really bad. Thanks to our guests today (laughs) who we have two of, um, who have been in the series so far. So we brought them back kind of because this is the end of uh, the series. Mm. We wanted to do it almost sort of like a best of and see how far I've come based on two of the more difficult foods we had to eat. So uh, today on the show, we've got Lee Tran Lam with mushrooms. And we've got Adele Cup Bush with eggs. And I'm also here. Thanks and Peach is here as well. Boy, Peach. And what's really funny about this, before we get into the guests, what's really funny is one of the things we've discovered is that you can totally get over a food aversion. It's purely mental, but that doesn't mean it's easy. And there's an ongoing joke in this podcast, and you'll see it today, is that every single food I try feels like the worst yet. <laughs> every single one I do, I'm like, oh, this is the worst. And Peach is like, you say that every single time. Because when it's a psychological aversion, as food aversions are, it feels like the worst every time. Spoiler alert for people in the future. Tuna, maybe not the worst. Oh, well, yeah, tuna wasn't so bad. Neither was avocado. Avocado doesn't taste like anything. Why does anybody like guacamole? That's a weird one. Anyway, so... Without further talking about and us interrupting each other and I weird time walk. paradox jokes. I can't tell you how glad I am that you didn't say a do because that's a pet peeve. Thank you. <laughs> I would like to welcome our first guest to the final episode of Fussy Eater. I had hoped we would have the JZ instrumental. No, it's a Timberland instrumental from the Black Album that's called Dirt Off Your Shoulder that goes but right. Maxim did a better job. Thanks. All right, I want to welcome Lee Tran to the stage. She's a food writer, she's a media mogul, and she's the only person I know with a sandwich named after her. Please welcome Lee Tran Lam. Thank you for having me. So Lee Tran uh, featured in our third episode in which we attempted to try mushrooms, and I foolishly thought that... It would be easy because I grabbed a Mary's mushroom burger. Now, everyone knows Mary's. Considered probably the best, if not one of the best, burgers in Sydney. And I assume just putting a mushroom in there with, you know, that amazing sauce, that amazing bun, all of those vegetables, it would be fine. It was potentially, and I'm sorry, I know I've already just said, I say this all the time, but it was potentially the worst by far 
I don't understand how anyone eats mushrooms because they were like slugs. It was. It was so meaty and black and juicy. Like I ate it, but I was. And no offense to Marys, they do great burgers, but I was retching the whole way through. Um, so John paid. She paid. No, I paid for it, Peach. Come on, oh, tax hell. deduction. This is. <laughs> How much money are we making? <laughs> We're not making any money. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about the tax position later. <laughs> but what's really funny, what happened, what came up when uh, we did that was when people have an aversion to mushrooms, even though there are so many mushrooms in the world, you just blanket hate mushrooms like me. I just refuse to eat any mushrooms, even though they're all different. Lee Tran, what do you think about that? It's crazy. Mushrooms are like Game of Thrones characters. There's so many of them. <laughs> Some of them will suck, like black fungus. Oh, yeah. But relax. <laughs> but a lot of them are awesome. What are your favorite mushrooms? Because you, as a vegetarian, are forced to eat more mushrooms than most people and are. As a racist, Lee Tran doesn't like black fungus, so it's good. <laughs> I also don't like white fungus. Oh! Some. <laughs> I love that that got a block. Everyone loves, everyone loves equal opportunity. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. Also, white fungus sometimes are in Asian desserts. It's a little bit weird. I but I'm allowed to say that. You are only you, though. Each and I, we can't. No comment. But, but that's one of the things that we talked about in episode three. One of the reasons why people who hate mushrooms hate them is because they're fungus and that's gross. It's because they're named Tom McMullen. There's no one else who sits here whinging about mushrooms. I have met many people who don't like mushrooms. Can I say, uh, just before this podcast, I happened to be reading an article in a food magazine and the article was about mushrooms and it talked about how in ancient Egypt and Greece, mushrooms were considered the food of gods and in... China, in ancient China, uh, they actually had mushrooms on the robes, like woven into the robes Ugh. of Chinese emperors. Visual depictions, not actual hanging off button oh, mushrooms. Right. Come on. I was like, wow, that, those robes wouldn't last very long. Yeah, so they, the mushrooms were to depict um, Chinese strength and power. Yeah, so right. a lot of long-time fans of mushrooms. Also, like, I'm glad... Cultures have moved on from using mushrooms to bit to pick strength and power because it's not a very good metaphor. Shag's really pleased they've moved on to using swastikas to depict <laughs> oh, strength man. and power. I don't like this <laughs> weird quasi-racial term that this podcast. You've taken. The term. <laughs> All right, so because because last last time on episode three it was so difficult to get through mushrooms, we brought Lee Tram back to uh, try again, but mushrooms are so different. What sort of mushrooms am I, am I going to be trying today? So oh. uh, we're, we're having the um, mushrooms from Bell's Hot Chicken. Ooh. Um, and usually they, la- they use field mushrooms or portobello mushrooms, so the bigger mushrooms. And the way they prepare them is they dust them first in rice flour, keeping it gluten-free which is very now. Uh, then they dredge it in buttermilk and egg wash uh, and then dust it with cornmeal and fry it till they are, as you cannot see on this podcast, golden brown. So that's what you're having. And I brought, uh, I think, a peach barbecue sauce and a Mississippi comeback sauce as well. Can I ask, as, as a vegetarian, how do you feel about the sort of fast food joints that are like, we need a vegetarian option, let's deep fry some mushrooms? You know, it's way better than like the really crappy chickpea 
patties that you had to deal with in the 90s or the veggie stacks that you had to deal with in the 90s. Can we get your views on cauliflower, Elton? Love cauliflower. That's a good deep Let's roast the hell out of it. It's delicious. Yeah, okay. Um, do we get to share these or, Shag, do you have to eat all No, them? we're going to share them. Nice. How, Peach, you're usually the uh, – I'm going to show everybody. This is what they look like. They look – I mean, if you were someone who liked the mushrooms, I'm sure you'd be like, these look delicious, right? Peach, how many do you think I have to eat before I'm done? I, I think – correct me if I'm wrong, LT, please. We're staring at three portions. Shag must complete one. I'll start oh. serving it. All right. So, I feel – I look, I feel okay about this. You I like – You have a little one. Thank you, Peach. I feel, oh, oh, oh. This is the thing I don't understand about people who like mushrooms is they're so black and juicy and grit. Like, but you eat meat. You eat steak. Yeah, but steak's different. Steak's it's pink. still like oh. and slimy looking. All right, so I've got four pieces of mushroom I have to eat. Now, the way this podcast works is that Peach always eats it first as an objective sort of voice to tell us like what's good about it, why he likes it, that sort of thing. I'm just serving you at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Have you had these before, Lee Chen? You actually served them to me at a Game of Thrones I night. Did. That's oh, right. You guys are such good friends. It's That's right. And you did like them. I remember at the time. Yeah, because we were like, it was one of those things where it's like you go to a fast food place, you're like, I need to buy for the vegetarian. They always have one strange vegetarian option on it and this was it and it turned out to be okay. Peach, what are your verdict on the Bell's mushrooms? Watery. Um, oh, it's fine. That's full of water. Like, I go to Bells a lot. Love Bells. Would go again. I'm not getting enough salt. I'm getting too much water. That's really boring. Sorry, Morgie. Um, I suspect that's one, two, I three, think four, it's probably from, five. like, it being, you know, an hour since I bought it. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, that's fine. It tastes like water. Okay, all right. Um, all right, so I'm going to... Uh, so I've dipped it in the sauce. <laughs> I'm just going to, like... So here's the thing. So here's Chad, Chad, like there's zero threat here, man. You just go. No, but here's I like water, so it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like mushroom I, water. I, I think you need to double reimburse Lee Tran for this one, man. This is this is. I love Bell's hot chicken. I go once or twice a month. High fives around. I think. I think we didn't give them a chance to put their strongest foot forward tonight. I mean, here's the thing about being a fussy eater is that Although, it's like jumping into cold water. So to actually put it in your mouth, you just have to tell your body it's okay and just do it. Look out for the slugs. Slugs. Look out for those slugs. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, as, as those of you who have travelled through the time vortex would know, every, every episode involves shag dry retching. This episode at Cake Wines gives him a chance to stand up and walk around. And he's off. He's not a fan. He's not, he's, is he coming back? Yeah, come on, man. Have just some have chips. a chip. Have some chips. I'm not going to have a chip. I'm just going to get through this. I've got three more pieces. You're a quarter of the way through. What's really weird is that mushrooms obviously are fine for anybody. Anyone can eat them unless they're allergic. But if you psychologically tell yourself you don't like them, your brain makes you try to vomit it up. But I'm just going to dip it in. I'm going to try this other sauce now. I just got um. Is it slightly easier or harder second time around? This is easier than Mary's, I think. Oh, that's interesting because of the size. <laughs> Why? What is there to like about mushrooms? This texture. Oh my lord! This texture is like awful. I'm just. How do I learn to like mushrooms? That's the thing. 
There's so many different ways you can have mushrooms, right? Mm. You can have like mixed mushrooms in a pasta with like lots of parmesan and lemon and parsley, or you can have like there's a vegan recipe I came across which is king oyster mushrooms, and you cut them like scallops, and then you kind of mm. fry them and then have them in a pasta as well. And then there are lots of Asian recipes, like the Japanese do really great things with mushrooms. I'm, okay. Does it taste like slugs? Does I'm it really just, taste like slugs? I'm just telling myself it's just texture. Um, and water. I'm trying to compare it to something else, like the seed. If I <laughs> if I can do it. Okay. All right. Actually, it's getting easier. Oh wow! You got one last one to go. I got one last one yeah. to go. Right. Oh, now yeah. this, for anyone who has not travelled through the time paradox, is pretty much how every episode goes. Chad goes, "This is the worst," and then by the end, goes, "Ah, oh, it's fine." So, Shag, how do you feel about mushrooms? Mm. Your final, final bite partway through. Do not vomit up. No, I can do this. I can do this. And we might convert you by the end. I, look, I don't love it yet. I'm mm. like, I'm still, I still think this is a very redundant food. Uh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. We've I mean, got, no slight. I just don't understand. Like, we've got someone in the audience who you've known about 25 years who, when we spoke about mushrooms last, we spoke about what sort of recipes might bring you there. Now, deep-fried water mixed with mushroom may not be the way of the future, but um, can we get a woo for Deb? Is anyone prepared to hand out a woo? Woo! Now, Deb, um, here in the audience, Deb Dapp makes a wickedly good mushroom pasta um, that has a wide variety of mushrooms. There's, There's your reasonably basic buttony and Swiss brownies and a couple of enoki ones chucked in and so you twist it around the noodles and you get a nice enoki chewy one and there's cheese and there's bacon and it's good fun. And my expectation, Gooey, is that you're a step closer to maybe, Mum, will you cook shag some mushroom pasta? We've got a nod. Thanks, Deb. Woo! Um, okay, I think that was okay. I feel you survived. Like... like I feel like this whole season is like I am sweating. <laughs> although, although most of, most people in here know me, and I sweat a lot anyway. So, shout out to Lisa who just said, if you didn't hear that on mic, she said he's sweating a lot. <laughs> um, said with care. Can I say one of the fun things of travelling is going to different parts of the world and trying oh. the different kinds of mushrooms they have because there are a lot we can't get in Australia. Like when I went to New York, I had a dish and there was something called a lobster mushroom and it was freaking delicious. LT, do you want to ask Shag about his recent holiday in Japan? And oh, yeah. Did you eat any mushrooms there? My God, there's so many amazing mushrooms there. Horizons? No, but Peach, this is a thing. I went to Japan and I didn't have any sushi or sashimi. He only ate noodles and burgers. Is <laughs> that the culinary capital of the world, arguably? Yeah, LT, yeah? yeah, definitely. Anyway, anyway, look. I mean, look. It's you don't have a map. Took the Westfield food court option. <laughs> he did go to a couple of food courts, but um, I want to say uh, thank you so much, LTL, for bringing in mushrooms. Um, welcome. And once again, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Oh, my oh. pleasure. LTL, she's wearing a friend of the pod T-shirt. LTL, lots of heavy lifting. Thank you so much. 
I would like to invite our second guest to the podcast today. Uh, she is a former FBI host. Mm -hmm. She's the best cook I know by far. And in joke to you when I accidentally tried. said she's someone I'm romantically linked to in our first episode because I was very feeling very nervous and then realized that's a terrible thing to say to your girlfriend of eight years. So <laughs> I would like to introduce Adele, a girlfriend I'm romantically linked to, to the podcast. <laughs> Yes, breakfast sucks with you. We've <laughs> so, been going out for about eight years and we've never been out for breakfast because, you know, no avocado, no mushrooms, no eggs, no salmon, and I'm sure I'm missing something. So That's it's beans, toast, but and bacon. We'll, we'll drink a coffee with you, won't you, Adele? coffee, no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, I order the beans if the beans don't include an egg on top. Or I order the pancakes. And there's also beans, like, it's not on every menu, so we just don't go out for breakfast. <laughs> but look, one of, one of the things, one of the main themes of this podcast so far has been egg. The very first episode with, with Adele, she cooked a frittata, which was surprisingly easy to get through. And I mean no shade on your frittata. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was exquisite. It was an exquisite uh -huh. frittata. Uh, last episode, you would have he heard me eat an egg salad sandwich, which was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would ever serve them, no. especially at a christening. It's like, where to no, doom that time, child? Time paradox. Is that child 25 years old? <laughs> oh, what's the, what's the position? But look, I've, I've eaten a frittata, I've eaten an egg salad sandwich. What I haven't eaten is just an egg hey. in some way. So Adele, what have you brought for us today? Um, as Peter described earlier, like a gloopy, gloppy poached egg. So I've brought it from an awesome cafe in Waverley called Ruby's Diner, which got written up as I think one of the 20 best cafes in maybe the Spectrum a few weeks ago. So we know that they're a pretty great place. We're looking for sponsors. Ruby's <laughs> get at us, bro. Love, Ruby's love. Every time I've been to Ruby's, it's been the best. Um, and I had their poached eggs with like something a couple of weeks ago, and they were really great. I oh, know, man. Ruby's. Ruby's. It's a classic oh, Ruby's, Ruby's egg. Also, this was made at three o'clock this afternoon. So man, <laughs> if it's Ruby's, it'll be fine. It'll well, be Ruby's awesome. always makes yeah, great sick. old food drugs. Well, they've sort of slid off a bit. I think. Right. Oh no, maybe yeah. like yeah. So, oh, dudes. It's served on sourdough with butter and do I, do I, on the string. What, you got to kind of let everyone just have a quick look to show right. that these are actual like these. Are, these look bloody. So if you talk about poached eggs, you talk about a beautiful piece of toast. Oh yeah. About a couple of beautifully poached eggs, some spring onions on top. Yugzi, um, I'll mop up the rest when you're done, mate. Yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want a piece of bread? I like usually, you have poached egg with a piece of bread underneath. Is that you? So you don't just eat a poached Soaks egg up by itself. like the runny yolk, and it's delicious. Okay, all right. Uh, Shag, have you seen the movie Rocky? You uh, can yeah. do it that way if you'd like. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. No, 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 no. So, um, I have a poached egg on a piece of bread. Is this something like? So everyone here, is, does, does anyone in this room not like eggs? So this is a weird thing for you, right? Like, oh, hang on, out the back. Yeah, what's up? What's going on, Johnny? Yeah, You know where Johnny. I'm from. Johnny, have you ever eaten an egg in your life? Yeah, I think so. Ah, oh, okay. But now you just don't like them. Oh. Right, okay. Ooh, yeah, my grandpa didn't like those either. Johnny, you and I should do a podcast. I think it'll go real well. 
I think it'll be good. So usually, like, if someone was to eat a poached egg at a cafe or at home, deli. You'd probably cut through the middle and that the. Oh, oh wait, okay. you just want him to eat it. I, yeah, do I get to. I think this one's your one. No. Oh, yeah. Now, now, Pete should eat this yes. first, though, just to let us know. Yeah, how and it goes. I hope that, like. There's, like, there's yeah. pencil and spring onion on this. This is one of those things you, where it's like. Are you still paying, or is this me? Pardon? Are you still paying at this stage? Or I am paying, yes. I hope that it's still. Oh. Whoa! Let it be known oh, and shown. Zero, this <laughs> is Man Rubies. Did you expect anything different? Rubies. Hey, rubies. 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 <laughs> does, does the yolk taste different from the white part? Yes. Uh, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> yes. What is it like? This is... You're a fool, Tom. I, like, I understand that I'm 35 and I'm being taught how to eat a poached egg. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Peach, what's your verdict? Do you, like, do you understand? Oh, man, rubies. Like, do rubies. <laughs> maybe, the, like, maybe a little salt would be okay. Oh, it's salted, ruby. So. Salted butter, magic bread. My favourite part of this podcast, now we're getting to the final meal, is that often, even though it's an is experiment it for me... sponsors? It is that. That's my vibe. But when we get to the end, Peach would like stop concentrating on the podcast and really get into the food that he gets and just get right into it. Um, it's free. Oh, okay. Okay. It came on to me. Can I just, like, can I just eat it? Yeah, like, you really no, 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 like, cut it. Okay. At least, yeah. It's just, like, that's, uh, Okay. Really claiming this oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Oh, hang on. I've lost it. It's back. Oh, okay. I th- I just think I'm not going to be able to cut properly. Um. Do you want me to cut it for you? Um. Oh yes, Adele. Can you please cut my poached okay. eggs, Adele? Thank you. Ah, oh, this is pretty awkward. For your for your information, Shag is the third child of three, and he's having his eggs cut up by his wonderful, like, wonderful girlfriend, Adele. To be, to be fair, it's actually really hard to cut because it's. All right, sourdough. I'm holding it. Yeah, sourdough's tough. All right, so I reckon I can probably do this in like four bites if Man, I. I've just been rubies, bro. This is lovely. All right. Excellent. Now. How you cut it so well? This is one of those things where, like, if you are someone who can't eat foods and it's like a real psychological thing, there's no way I could have done this in the first episode. So building up to it and psychologically getting myself ready for this. I can just put this. Oh, you're a hero, Shag, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing. We're all wondering how, how you do it. Where do you summon the courage? <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. I'm just going to do this. This is. Oh, no. You're looking at like the worst. You know that gooey, like, oh, man. see-through Adele, bit Adele, on the Adele, relax. He's going to do it. Perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Oh, Shaq, what if it makes you vom? No, shut up, shut up, shut up. I was actually going to bring a vomit bag from work. Oh, yeah. Is it one of the circle, one of the circle ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Emesis bag. It's close like a It's an egg. Man, that's rubies, bro. <laughs> How dare you diss Yeah, exactly. What, the first bites are always the worst. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll that, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> They're always the most mel- melodramatic, so 
the, the What's f- amazing about this podcast is I have Peach who doesn't believe what I like basically believe me, so thinks I'm an idiot for this whole thing. Yep. So it constantly pays me out. Yep. But also right now, I have my long suffering romantically linked partner yep. who has had to put up with me not eating these things and now that I'm trying to eat them basically acting like a hero <laughs> so alright okay alright okay. do you want to get it over with to see the egg part I've, I've, I've once seen a parent try to convince a child to eat a cupcake in order to ensure the child gets some sustenance gets some calories with which to keep their body ticking over from a cupcake yes <laughs> and the bribe was, oh, if you eat your cupcake, you can have some chocolate or whatever it was. A cupcake. <laughs> and I found that confronting. But, I mean, this is fairly disappointing as well. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you can do it, but, like, of course you can do it. It's I mean, you can eat it with the bread, but you, you like it. I think I'll just, like, overweight. yeah, because I'm, like, now I've got the bread. I'm just like, I've got like eggy bread. Is eggy bread a thing people yes. like? Yoki, yoki yes. deliciousness. Yes. Babies. Babies thing. are an example. <laughs> Toddlers, young children, people with underdeveloped palates. These are all people. Like, who oh, enjoy it's tricky. Quick, bread. get it while you get the goodness. Quick. Just do it now. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And Maxim didn't spend hours. Maxim didn't spend hours slaving over a hot MIDI keyboard for you to vomit up some egg on the floor of cake wines. Man, this is Ruby's in the background. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's going to vomit. He's going to vomit. Ruby's No, no. Sorry, Ruby's. (laughs) He didn't vomit yet. High praise. (laughs) Ew. Navy's got the bread with the yolk on it to go. Yep, cool. There you go. That's the best part, just there. Oh. Oh, yes. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bread with the yolk on it. We're out of here. Eggs have the texture of tin spaghetti, is no. what I've discovered. Is that a bad no. thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> it's got like little flecks of egg on it. This oh, is shit. <laughs> Dude, this is this is almost the best part. Shag's eating buttery toast with yolk on it. How good is that? It's a proper treat. Mm. Oh my god! How's that not great? It's actually okay. Oh fucking yes, I know. (laughs) 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 Oh bloody hell! This is done, right? I'm done, right? No. Well, no. In fact, I kind of want it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. You're done. Well done. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Rubies. That uh, was. Man, Rubies, bro. Um, I won't finish, bro. <laughs> I want to say thank you to our second guest, Adele. <laughs> Woo! Thanks so much, Adele. No worries. Thanks, Rubies. Thank you. So, guys, that's our podcast, and that was the entire season, and. I want to thank you, everybody, for coming and listening. Mm. And also, if you're listening in some way that's not in this room In the future, how weird is cloning pets? (laughs) What? Clone those pets. Final thoughts, Peach. You've been with me on this journey that was supposed to not take long but ended up taking about six months. (laughs) 45 years, yeah. (laughs) Do you you think I've changed? Do you think I've learned from this? No. (laughs) Um, but, But I think I have. 
as you'll remember, time time travellers, there's a recent episode where Shag managed to pull a prank on me and we had a guest come in and I was convinced it was going to be someone who was going to take a blood sample or something along these lines. Take a blood sample? You know, I'm, I freak out about blood. And so, yes, I fainted in a restaurant in front of you, Adele. I fainted in a restaurant in front of Shag. I love fainting when blood's around. And so I was quite confronted by the idea that a podcast about confronting one person's sillier versions might be flipped and become about my sillier versions. But luckily we got to laugh at you the whole season through (laughs) and it's only next season that I look towards with fear. So Shag, what I've learnt is we are each as crap as each other and as awesome as each other and thanks for having me on your Fussy Eater adventure. And Peach, I think I've learnt that food aversions are entirely psychological they're ridiculous, as you've constantly told me. <laughs> and they're totally easy to overcome. And what's kind of amazing is I feel like I'm on my way to enjoying these foods and hopefully getting to that eureka moment where I can open a menu and want to eat everything because everything looks equally as good because there aren't foods I hate. So, Peach, I want to thank you for being part of this journey. I want to thank my guests, uh, Adele and Lee Tran Lam and Nikki Brogan from last week. Thanks, Nikki, bro. I want to thank Cake Wines for helping put this on. I want to thank all of Rubies, you for coming out bro, on Wednesday. Don't forget Ruby. Oh, yeah, I want to thank uh, Ruby's who do the best poached eggs I've ever had. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, thank you for listening to Fussy Eater. In Steingarten's name. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. FBIRadio.com. 